Poetry Night rings through. Together for Mary Coles. I just want to say thank you to all of you as a community for just having such a presence of empathy. Um, I've really felt that since the moment I got here. Um, in the past, I've done readings, and I've been so nervous. And here, I want to impress you all, as I always, you know, have at every reading, you know, hoping you'll like what you hear. But, you know, in the past, I had one reading, and I got so nervous, I had the jimmy leg. I just couldn't stop shaking. So I just want to say thank you because I feel so calm tonight because you all have been so warm and welcoming. So thank you. It's a very special community. So, right. So I have 12 poems for you tonight um, if you want to count in your head. Um, If you're hoping and waiting for the end, we'll see. All right. Dirty Memory. He was a listless puff of unwashed blonde. You imagine all unkempt boys after him to be named Caleb, to have sullen, rail-thin mothers with frizzy hair. When his mother died, your first-grade class hugged into a tight circle. You were sorry for thinking him dirty, with his urine spreading all class beside you. You held his sticky hand, wanted to say it right. You asked him what made her go. Was it because you wet the bed? Homecoming. The husky boy in the corner does his own dancing. Against the wall, he caresses the cuff of his tight, crisp suit. We all have mothers to smooth out our edges. Some stick a needle in us. Some need us to be naked too often. His mother is soft and kind. She asks nothing of his body but to be full inside the fabric. He will shove the food down to his center, and it will sit there like a pearl. It is all he has, this tenderness in eating, the fork to the different colors and piles, his wrist knowing in the bending. He will stare at the girl in the yellow dress with the empire waist. He would take his eating to her center, the deepest part, to her mouth, all circles. Thank you. Baseball. A dog is sleeping near my school's abandoned diamond, fur sprouting through the chink gate. It makes me think, again, of Lowell. Lowell with his rickets, his bow-legged hustle from base to base. I hate baseball, its slowness. The way squatting for the catcher is regality. The players, stocking-clad centaurs, half-running, half-clumping in their silly cleats. The nobility of the stray dog that came limping to lick our palms in the bleachers, curling beneath us. The sound of his exhale, the lazy tonguing of fur. Lowell, leaning, his back to us, pick last. His salt and peppered mess of brown hair against the chain link fence. Our cruelty, the boredom, and the dog's size and ours, a reprise. Parched. I guess maybe y'all have already read this one. I hope it's okay if I read it again. Okay. Parched. I am there again in the desert with the mule. We are sterile and sad. I watch her lumber toward the dunes, and it is strange, such a mass trudging through the sand. 
A camel has its spindly legs, but the mule is all hawk and dullness. Night comes and sand becomes brackish dust beneath our ugly feet. She bores of my body. We lay our gifts beneath stars. The mule holds my ankles and I hers. We feed each other salt in the dark. Velvet. In this country, we believe the reindeer and their young are monsters. They glide across us in our land too powerfully. At times, their hooves barely crack the ice. My father calls this the lightness of their evil. At night, I open my window to the cold chill so I can be filled with their crunching. I want their evil sounds. I listen for their breathing. They come to my hand. I know not to touch their velvet for fear its softness will fill me with darkness, with yearning. This morning, my father cut a cord of wood for the fire, then left the house warming. I was told I could follow, but the snow was dead thick all around me. I pretend it is made of gold stars. Cold stars. Let us see. Slide my feet into snowshoes and begin to glide, to float as they do. I wait until he is through the forest to the other side, where the pond is frozen to a powdery velvet tundra I have never touched, for it means a quick, iced death. But now, last night, I have touched the velvet. The flower trees part open and I follow the trail. I glide faster, faster. My father is just beyond me in the clearing, listening to the blizzard. He sucks in the wind. I slide off my snowshoes. I will not break the surface. I glide. I am coming for you, Father. I will match your tracks exactly. And I see you. When I was born, they milked me good. A slave I was to their pulling. Only a child's chest, but already my pink nipples had to give, my mouth puckered for fishhook tubes. I flash back to this, in bed anew, writhing, letting you pull at me. The universe, its own underance, the hot, hungry pinching, giving always, still giving. The fake nurses, under their lamps, they're crowding, they're saving. It's in neon, I pretend, the roughness, incubated, where they saved me. Even then, my eyes were glued to the wall. Canessa. We untied the tarp early that fall, took two pieces from the cords sawed thin to mark her grave. She'd gotten into the sheep again, roughed them up, felt her teeth against their wool. They bled and heaved and bled. At dawn, the shepherd pounding at the door. Canessa strangled by her collar as he spun her into our knees. She still wagged her tail before I shot her. We dug the hole the first time I saw my father cry. In the laundry room, we washed our hands hard with gritty orange soap. I rubbed until he stopped rubbing. He told me the soap was made for car grease. I would learn when we changed the oil. We liked how it smelled. We talked as if we hadn't just buried her in a trash bag. We talked about our hands. Space Dog. We took a rocket to that clean pocket of air, that crater, where I turn and suddenly my space dog's face is my own. 
everything silent in the cockpit earth, only my stiff tail wagging against the controls. Floating, I watch myself paddle through the air, foot pads dark inside sheer white booties, see myself trapped but easy now with fur, and I reach out to touch where the untrimmed nails almost poke through the muslin. My dog face is earnest now, with a snout to sniff my way to the freeze-dried baggies where there is no scent but that which I hold inside my nostrils. To lope across the moon, still impossible, but to nudge metallic lovers with my wet nose, to run my black tongue along airlessness, all here and now. We will not be returning, Earth. Smelling is seeing here, and I swim a little harder through gravity, softly flip over space dog to rub her soft speckled belly, forgetting she has my face, here, where I am at last weightless and hushed and belly rubbed, panting at the calm, soundless helm. Grit. A boy in the park asked me if I've ever been locked up, that it was something in my shoulders. Some movie had taught him that. Smart kid. I gave him my bag of peanuts, told him, suck on the salt, eat the shells too. <laughs> Kate Moss, I'm telling you, was always like this. Her fingers around a cold glass asking me if I really thought her lovely. In a musky corner booth, thinking only of ourselves. We let one another be selfish, outrageous in our complaining. She smoked her eyelids with shadow, asked me if it made her look any younger. I couldn't lie, it didn't. I rubbed up her thigh under the table and touched her like a woman knows to do. Only small circles get you anywhere. Yes, she huffed into my ear. Yes, there. She laughed at her own dramatic whisper. We sank into the leather and let our heads knock softly together, her face and mine close to rotting. Under the table she touched me too, held my brittle hands, told me she hated all of her photos, especially her jagged teeth, that she couldn't even look at her mouth. Those nights I danced her into the street because I could, because a woman like her moves and moves without any leading. She would extend her hand to me, but not to me. Her pale wrist, her long palm, reaching, stretching across traffic. So in grad school, my MFA program, um, one of the greatest poets writing today, um, David Keplinger, check him out if you haven't. Um, he would always say to me, why are you so heavy? Why are you so dark? You got to write a funny poem. You know, you got to just once in a while get a little lighter, you know. So <laughs> this was my attempt at that. <laughs> this past Sunday, my only day off, and I was short one quarter for a load of laundry. This was the best day I've had in months, I'm telling you. I stretched myself across the pile of clothes, across the fall air, through an hour, lying still in my dust-filled apartment and I had enough underwear for the week ahead. I didn't turn on my TV, I let it be, and it was open and good when I quit trying so hard. And it was perfect, opening the fridge, leftovers, I'd forgotten. And milk, my friend, the milk was still good. <laughs> <laughs>
This is the last one, and um, it's probably my only longer poem. Got to write some more of those. Filth. I get old. It doesn't feel like anything. My feet stay bare. My ankles grow swollen. The house falls quiet. My chair more sunken. I stop cleaning as thoroughly. Stop entering you so fiercely. You get quiet, too. We move toward one another at the wrong moments, too slowly. Your steps hide from their shuffling sound, my feet from their blackness. Shame, like our wedding night, is a calm, knowing hand. You reek of me, I reek of you. There is a boldness to our cracked hands. We grow bored with one another, inflamed at the sight of the bed, messed with our moving. Two drawers stay open in the bedroom. The towel on the chair gathers mildew. Some nights I claw at you or leave the bathroom door open. You tire of my mouth, leave me to sulk. How I've longed for this, the stench of aloneness, the burn as my fist meets the wall. That you will leave is now as easy as sweating. When you have a scab, it is scratched away by morning. You are angry that I know this. After a sun-drenched week, I peel the speckled skin from your back and ask if you can feel yourself shedding. If you could fly, I would trap you in a jar to see you slog across the glass. I make you so heavy, I know. There is a gentleness to our cruelty. Our silence asks of us nothing. The long haul only for our passing. Outside, the bow is hungry for a target, the mud deep enough for our feet. There's a field we reach when the leaves turn. We meet on the soft ground, soil, our finest clothes. Sometimes it hurts. Still, we keep rubbing. The rawness makes us stronger. The rope leaves us brave. Other times, I would let you down if I could. You know this. And still, it is the lash that governs us. We let ourselves be whipped, if only for our flinching. Again, we say, again. that had been bedazzled with the rose on the back.